last email, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Is Austin Powers cool again? Uh, I don't know. Borat came back. Austin Powers is gonna come back eventually, right? I feel like Austin Powers, though he was like first, is like the lesser Borat. Lesser? Damn, that's cold. God, he's so annoying. I'm sorry. Austin Powers was always the least cool part of the Austin Powers movies. So. Yeah. The other, co- like, the bad guy was funny. Yeah, Dr. The- Evil was good. Seth Green was funny, right? Yeah. Frau Forbissena was funny. Frau Forbissena was funny. Poopy guy who does the poopies. Oh, yeah, number two. Number two. Who does number two work for? I remember that. That was a good one. Uh, those movies sucked. Anyway, um... <laughs> so, it's so, like, 1999, where you're like, this is no longer funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why was this funny at the time? I question. 9 11 hadn't happened yet. Everything was funny. It's Fucking true. do whatever you whatever. want. Whatever. Everything's funny. <laughs> Speaking of everything being funny, we sit down with your emails and we read them and we make the yuck yucks on the hey. show. Yuck, 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 yuck. That's a duck laughing. I thought that was <laughs> the, the penguin. Oh, it's the penguin. I don't want to get sued by the Batman Corp. Batman Corp. It is literally a- Batman Corp since it's Detective Comics, DC. Yeah, DC. Anyway, our first email comes from handsome Jack Carpenter. Oh my god, I want to come in his mouth. Uh, this email is entitled, <laughs> Shut This Bar Down. <laughs> what up, you god dang Trexters? Been a while. What's up? How's life? It- terrible. Not, not the best. This is terrible. He, he finishes that thought. Neat! Anyways. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have my first ever pitch it or ditch it for you, bros. Oh my god, oh here we go. It's Deep Space Nine and we open on a semi-busy day at Quark's. <laughs> Unfortunately, things aren't going too well. Customers are angry, employees are falling short of their duties, the bar is dirty and about to lose its liquor license. <laughs> space liquor license. They're in a good bit of debt, seeing as this has been going on the past couple of months. Quark feels that he has no other choice and decides it's time to pull back the doors, bust open the books, and make a call for help to Bar oh, Rescue. Oh, bar God. Rescue Quarks, airing this Thursday at 8 p.m. on Spike TV. <laughs> is it on Spike? I goddamn forgot about Spike TV. <laughs> Thanks as always, bros. Commander Jack Carpenter <laughs> Sr., USS Virginia. That's it. It's just Quarks, but he's on yeah. Bar Rescue. <laughs> I mean, I would pitch it because that would be fucking hilarious. That would be a great idea. Like, if you don't really call it Bar Rescue, but you shoot it in the same way and have yeah, the same sort it. of premise... Yeah. That would be really it, funny and perfect. It's almost like an SNL skit, right? True. But like, it is an SNL skit, but funny. But, like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> people people might actually watch it. You know? uh, remember when SNL was watchable? Barely. Yeah. So they long all, ago The problem now. with SNL is they always have, like, one really funny person. That's true. Like, uh, Kate they, McKinnon's fucking hilarious, right? They have one funny person. They have a bunch of, like, okay people yeah. that are with them. yeah. I guess the only yep. difference was like when Chris Farley was on there, and yeah. like the whole cast was pretty fucking funny. They were pretty good, yeah. I guess like Chris Farley was the standout. Like I think like when maybe when Will Ferrell was on Will there, Ferrell. the cast was funnier, like all together. Yeah, there was Tracy like Norm Morgan McDonald's. was fucking on there. God, remember him just and doing whatever. Horatio there. Sands was on there. <laughs> 
Fucking dog show. <laughs> remember dog show? Do you remember... Oh, God. I can't remember the name of the character, but he was like... Uh, he was like uh, supposed to be like a animal show host. Like yeah, a uh, fuck. Host. Uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, he Tracy was fucking... Morgan has, he was like, I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know what kind of dog you are to be like a parrot or some shit. <laughs> what kind and of it was dog just is him this? Being, he was just like, they didn't even write it. They were just like, go out there and be Just let stupid. him be Tracy Morgan. Yeah. It's funny as hell. They didn't even write it. <laughs> uh, I'll pitch that. Thank you so much. I love that Jack title like signs all of his emails Jack Carpenter Sr. Now that he's, he's got Jack Carpenter Jr. And Threenier. And Jr. and Threenier. <laughs> I feel bad for Threenier. He's not even really a Threenier. <laughs> that kid's gonna have some freaking like some issues, issues, Jack. <laughs> Our next email is from Poppy. Poppy! It's, an in, it's entitled, Boy, Did I Pull a Boner. Oh, wow. Is this appropriate for our highly know, educational show? You did just show? say you wanted to jizz in one of our listeners' mouths. No, so. I said I wanted to come in his mouth. Like, on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't... Uh, it begins, Trick boys! I can't remember where I picked this up, but back in the black and white times, people apparently called fucking up pulling a boner, which, frankly, yeah. false advertising. Right. There's that famous uh, page of the Joker being like, they'll laugh at my boner, do they? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) But I regret to report I did fuck up. No. Not on purpose. Oh. See, Josh mentioned recently being really into Maniac McGee. Yeah. I had just packed up an autographed copy of a book by the same author called... Jerry Spinelli? Who Put That Hair in My Toothbrush? I remember that one. Not as good as Maniac McGee. If I'd have known you were fans of What's-His-Face, I'd have sent the book to you. Whee! Instead, I donated it along with a bunch of stuff people left behind in the various apartments I lived in. Well, that, at least somebody will enjoy Jerry Spinelli's True. fine works. Honestly, people, be responsible for your own stuff. <laughs> anyway, I have nothing else to report at this time, sirs. No way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Colin came up with Spectral Huggins, but he was generous enough to credit me with it, and I just wanted to recommend him for a promotion. Spectral Huggins? I don't remember Spectral Huggins, but I like that. I don't that. remember that either, yeah. Also, the book The Cricket in Times Square was great. I don't remember, I don't that, remember one. that one either. Uh, Did Jerry Spinelli write it? So was Richard Scarry's best mother goose ever. And that oh, Richard Scarry was dope. Uh, the title was funny because the interweb hadn't even made it cool to talk like a lolcat yet. <laughs> Internet. <laughs> Richard Scarry had his fun, busy world that I liked. Yeah, he had those little, like, animals with the, drove a pencil around the mouse. I remember the worm driving the apple car. Apple worm, yeah. That was the, that was the big guy. I don't remember his name, but he was the guy. Worms, worms, wormsy. Worms McKenzie. Worms. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if Snoop Dogg recorded an album of that book, I'd pay real money for it. Oh, fuck yeah. Taffy was a Welshman, Taffy was a thief. Taffy was creeping in the LBC. <laughs> Just saying. That's Your, amazing. Yours merrily and bright, Lieutenant Junior Grade Poppy, USS. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. 
Yo, okay. Uh, full disclosure. That's what people say, right? I'm gonna start using it more. Sure. Full disclosure. I had beefaroni the other night. What a mistake. I like beefaroni. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't do it right or something. I I, I don't was know like, if there's a right way. It's garbage. Like I like it despite the fact that it's it garbage. Was, it it was better the more I ate it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like the farther I got into it. Dog. <laughs> yeah, the farther I got into it, I was like, yes, I gotta fine. eat this. I may as well like it. <laughs> uh, Poppy has a PS. The fuck is a spaghetti o? You could have called it anything, and you went with spaghetti o. It flows. It's very 70s. I don't know when it came out. I'm going to guess 60s. SpaghettiOs. When do we think SpaghettiOs were first a thing? 50s is the earliest. Probably. Probably 50s. SpaghettiOs. Year. (laughs) Do you remember? Fucking everybody remembers the specific jingles from when they were a kid. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in the perfect generation that's like not too old and not too young. You got the best of both. To remember now, I only remember one, and no one else fucking does as their jingle because it was the only. It was only for a little while. What was and it? It was the Jello jingle. J E L L O. It's alive. <laughs> That's nineties. Yeah, exactly. I remember that one. That's the one I think of when I think of Jello. Nineteen sixty-five is when SpaghettiOs were. That sounds right. That sounds right. They taste like they're from nineteen sixty-five. SpaghettiOs suck. So they taste bad. like vomit. It's they so taste like fun. fucking puke. Um, speaking <laughs> of Snoop Dogg, did you hear that Snoop Dogg is uh, against WAP? He doesn't like WAP. Oh, he doesn't like WAP? Why not? Why doesn't he like it? He thinks it's the women are telling too much and not leaving anything to the imagination. I don't think there is anything left to be had of the imagination and I'm like, in Snoop Dogg, do you know any of your own songs? Yeah, have you uh, listened to, like... Uh, Fucking anything you came out with yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's just old now, I guess. Yeah, he's old. He's getting crotchety, dude. It's he's wild. still mainstream now, right? It's it's strange. I guess he made friends with uh, Martha Stewart. And I guess uh, they made friends in jail. And they wasn't in jail. Snoop Dogg hasn't been to jail in a real No, long he got time. away with it. Murder was the case that yeah, they gave him. Murder was he the got case away. that they gave me. Yeah. yeah. He, he beat it. Our next email is from Lieutenant Brendan Riley of the USS Van Gogh. That sounds like a real-ass Star Trek name. It does. It's kind of like it, Jack Connor. It begins, <laughs> to the Trek Boys! Trek Boys! As Ensign Henderson commented on one of my previous transmissions, art therapy is indeed a very useful means of reaching people suffering from various forms of trauma, including individuals suffering from PTSD. Did I say that? I'm smart. You're a smart dude. (laughs) To that end, I would like to clarify that the Van Gogh is primarily a medical ship, specializing in a wide variety of therapies, ranging from classic Jungian psychoanalysis Uh to modern experimental treatments. We've recently begun experimenting with guest speakers, and I'm I'm happy to reveal that the ever-dashing Commander Crash Space Danger... No! Generously agreed to speak to some of our patients, with the overwhelming majority of them positive responding. I thought positively. you wanted to help the people. Crash Space Danger has been living in our basement for like months now. He's been siphoning off our ice cream stores. 
The same shit happened with Drac before. There's something going on there, I think. Yo, I went I went to the space grocery store the other day. <laughs> sure, sure. And I walked Spacely past the... Sprockets, yeah. I, I went past the, uh, <laughs> the space uh, ice cream sandwich aisle, and I was like, fucking tractor beam pulled in dude i was dude, like ice cream I sandwiches are so good dude fucking ice cream sandwiches they are like certain death for me but like holy fuck they're good oh yeah they go right through me like a fucking rocket ship speaking they're bad space. for both of us we're both allergic to the main components of the ice cream yeah. sandwich speaking of space that shit will rocket right through my lower intestine <laughs> well that's good you can wally your way through space out of your beetle <laughs> oh no my beetle now, before getting to my peyote, I've been trying to find a particular old email where Josh mentioned the name he almost ended up having. All that I clearly remember is that it was something something the third. Samuel Ruggles the third. <laughs> Samuel Ruggles Henderson the third. <laughs> that's a real. That's my my dad is Samuel Ruggles. Ruggles. Third. No, he's my dad's the third. I'd been the fourth. Yeah, Ruggles. Samuel Ruggles. They're they named. Three people? Ruggles? It's an old shitty name from, like, the Western times, bro. Don't mess with like, me. My name's Ruggles. It's, like, from, like, fucking, like, I don't know. My family's never left Philly area. But they, my, my great, great, great whatever grandmother landed in Philadelphia in 1809, and my, my family was like, let's name ourselves Ruggles, like, we're from Ruggles. the Old West. Bullshit. I've, I've never heard an Old West name that had Ruggles in it. It sounds Old West to me. I don't know if it is. It sounds like fucking a teddy bear that's going to sell me <laughs> fucking dryer sheets is what Joshy it sounds Ruggles like. Been. <laughs> Ruggles, the dryer sheet bear. Well, you better put the dryer sheet in, Josh. You want the extra soft clothes, bear. Put your dryer sheet in. It's me, Ruggles. <laughs> Get the cum out. Kill them all. Murder your family. <laughs> Lastly, Kill. I also wanted to mention a few things I've particularly enjoyed in these emails. In mm. particular, Jeff trying to read an email while struggling not to laugh. Yeah, that happens, happens a lot. lot. <laughs> or uh, Josh exclaiming things like, whoa, or no, in reaction to something to an email or that Jeff just said. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Those are classic M-Class emails. Classic moments. Here's the pitch. Deep Space Nine. Bashir tells Worf he's interested in learning the art of the Batleth, if he can spar with him on the Holosuite. He insists his genetic manipulation means he won't have to worry about holding back. Yeah. Worf reluctantly agrees, but is shocked when their sessions keep ending in a standstill. What? Bashir enjoys the experience, but Worf is increasingly frustrated. What neither knows is that Quark has set up a live feed of them and started an illegal betting pool. I love this. This is kind of like that one episode, right, where they do the the racquetball? Oh, Spring ball. yeah, something like that. Although, But like, it's like, I'd do, I'd do it again. Fuck it. You know what? Fuck it, man. Quark's a piece of shit. Do the same thing again. Yeah, the illegal betting pool is great if they start, yeah. like... Uh, like steel mating because Quark will start getting more. Yeah, more they'll start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll start trying to like fix the fight so that he can finally make <laughs> some money. <laughs> like it'll be like how long until the stalemate, right? Exactly. Over under betting. The B story. Lita tries to approach Kira, who's polite but unsure of her. 
Seeing her confusion, Lita says she's noticed she doesn't spend much time with other Bajorans outside of work, and she'd like them to be friends. When Kira tries to dodge the issue, Lita asks if she has a problem with the fact that she's working in Quarks mm. while she was fighting the Cardassians. Kira's mm -hmm. stunned, admitting she devoted so much to the Resistance, the, then becoming the Bajoran liaison, that it is difficult for her to relax in peacetime. Ooh. That's a fun plot. I never noticed that yeah. like, the Bajorans don't seem to spend a whole lot of time together. Yeah, it's interesting, right? That's a good, that's a good like, uh, realization that you came to. Like, a good eye. Yeah, I think that, I think that there's something there. Like, they're traumatized. Like, I guess that makes sense. Like, you would notice that, right? Because of the, the Van Gogh. That's true. That's true. You're all about, uh, helping people with various yeah. forms of trauma. And they're probably super traumatized. I mean, as a society, they're As a society, they are super traumatized, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's very. I like that a lot. That's a very good point yeah, that gonna, I never I'm realized. Pitch both of those. That sounds yes. great. Well, they're the I same story. Watch, but I want to watch Worf get mad, <laughs> <laughs> like comedy mad as well, yeah. not like <laughs> legit mad like he usually does on that show. Yeah, when he gets really mad, he gets like terroristy. <laughs> yes. 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 No, yes. Yes. We don't know why. It's the thing he does. He, he tries to turn off the weather system on a planet when he gets. <laughs> Grumpy. He needs a Snickers. Yeah, you need a Snickers, Wharf. Our next email is from Nick. Hi. And it's entitled, My Wedding. My Wedding. My Wedding. <laughs> Fuck. He's back. He's fucking back, dude. Borat's back, baby. Borat's back. It's official. Hi, Treckle boyos. Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm getting married on the 8th of October. Okay, that's fucking, like, far away. <laughs> yeah, I know that Josh doesn't like flying, but loves Australian women. I also know <laughs> that Jeff is working freelance. I am, despite this, inviting you guys to my wedding. Oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a hike. Yeah, Laura's still not big. I don't think we're allowed to go to Australia. <laughs> we're not. We're definitely not. Not right now. Yeah, Laura's still not big on Star Trek, but I caught a glimpse of her vowels, and she had, I'll boldly go where no woman has gone before, and I knew I'd made a good decision. That's great. That Holy shit. Great. You looked at her vowels? That's some Australian-ass shit, man. How? What? That's <laughs> some <laughs> underhanded <laughs> shit. Holy fuck. I'm calling them out. You are not invited to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my plan not to fly to fucking Australia. I know it's a big call, but if you guys, who told me in an email episode to marry her, came to the wedding, hey, oh, it's, nice. we, we, we matched I me. do remember, I do remember this, yes. It would be amazing. I'm not covering your costs. <laughs> Weddings already cost a bunch. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I would love to go to Australia, and I would love to go to Australia to go to your wedding. I think that'd be so fucking yeah, fun. Yeah, it sounds fun as hell. Unless we get, like... Four grand in Patreon next month. I don't yeah, think we're going to. <laughs> it would be amazing if you guys could come. I'd be all up in that. If you can't, can I get an audio or better yet, better yet, a video recording that I can play at the wedding of you guys saying good stuff? Just Absolutely. a thought, Nick. I would love to do that. Yeah, we could do. We'll uh, we'll try and do like a a little something and send yeah. it to you. 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's some. There's some. I'll I can star this email, so I know. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll give you a nice. You are literally the only starred email in the history of this <laughs> inbox. So. You don't you don't star the Paramount cease and desist. No, I put those directly into the garbage. <laughs> That's a great email. I'm glad that you're yeah. settling down, you Australian stud. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. You know, get them tight nups. Get the, <laughs> if you liked it, you did put a ring on it. That's true. What a what a up to date reference. What a yeah. timely reference. Totally not 15 years old. <laughs> What's up with Beyonce anyway? She still looks just as good as ever. How's she she's doing? Be- she's fucking rich and beautiful. That's why. That's true. <laughs> no, but congratulations. We we're psyched that we had a little part to play, and hopefully we can put something together for you and send. Jeff, it back. let's not mince words here. We did all the heavy lifting That's in there. We really put your marriage together for yeah. you. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> Our next email is from Austin L. And it's entitled, Officer, Captain, I'm detecting unusually large amounts of Christmas cheer. Oh! Captain, red and green alert. And then sleigh bells. That's confusing. Put those in there. (laughs) Red is bad, green is go. Put the sleigh bell sounds in. Ding, 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 ding. Perfect, perfect, perfect. (laughs) Dear Trek Boys, not sure when you'll read this, but when I send this email, it'll be in the magical time of year between Thanksgiving and Christmas, where work apathy is high. Faith in humanity is low, and the boozed-up eggnog is afloat. Oh, man. I was thinking already about Christmas Eve, my family. I doubt they're going to do it this year for, like, uh, customers. But we have, like, punch that my grandfather makes, and it's fucking delicious. Dude, I love eggnog so fucking much. I don't like eggnog, though. I mean, most people don't, I think. It's like... It's too much. It's just a little too much for me. Maybe, like... 40% 40% of the population likes eggnog and I'm part of it. But like I look forward to eggnog. It's the only thing I look forward to Christmas. For I love anymore. the idea of eggnog. I mean, I love that it's just like, let's drink this fucking milkshake that's got rum in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I love eggnog. I love gingerbread cookies. Yeah, me too. I, I love gingerbread like, cookies. Some of the holiday foods are the only things I look forward to for the holidays. Uh, candy canes can go fuck themselves. Though. I like candy canes okay. I'm not gonna like... I don't know. I think I'd much rather have most any other candy. Yeah. Peppermint's not my deal. I, I like, like peppermint, peppermint, but like candy Oh, what am I, brushing my teeth with this? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except it's bad for your teeth. Except it's the opposite. <laughs> and you can make a shiv out of it. Uh, seriously, if you like eggnog, look up Alton Brown's Aged Eggnog Recipe. That stuff is not only delicious enough that you'll say, boy, howdy, do I love eggnog, even though I didn't nog an egg to make this... Seriously, what's (laughs) up with that? But also strong (laughs) enough to make you consider texting your ex something risky in hopes of some sweet, sweet hate sex. Only instead of texting your ex, you drunk text your gram-gram and are horrified to learn what she's into? My gram-gram doesn't have a cell phone. Based on a mostly untrue story. That's a scary phrase. Mostly that. untrue. Which part is the mostly untrue? I hope it's the gram-gram part. <laughs> I kind of hope it's the other part. <laughs> anyway... While replaying some old episodes of the pod, I choked a whole mess. I choked on a whole mess of food like apple butter, cinnamon roasted cashews, and jalapeno garlic pickles. Good luck shitting that out. 
I cooked a whole mess of food. Oh, okay. Like Show, apple okay. butter, cinnamon roasted cashews, and jalapeno garlic pickles. Canned it all and sent it out to loved ones for Christmas. Those pickles sound to, amazing. It all does sound fucking amazing. Uh, it was a great way to kill a weekend while also giving gifts that aren't just junk that no one really cares about. Yeah, that's that's always... I love shit like that. Like, Oh, yeah. Zane and I have a friend who has uh, who cans and makes her own like alcohol and stuff, and whoo, it's so good. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking here's an idea: go ahead and can some of those jalapeno garlic pickles and uh, send them to me. Yes, agreed. Uh, I would like to eat them. That said, how do you two stay sane during this miasma that is the holidays during quarantine? Are you blessed uh, enough to be in a family slash friend situation where everyone has mutually agreed that the whole gift buying and giving process fucking blows? If not, this figuring out gifts gives you as much anxiety as it does me. Read yes. a lot of anxiety. Yes, it certainly does. Uh, this yeah, year, I, I'm not buying any gifts because I'm not going anywhere. So I figured there's yeah, I don't not really have that a choice point. for some reason. I don't know. You don't have that choice for some reason? For some yeah. reason, like, I still have to get my whole family gifts. Thankfully, it's just my mom and my nieces and nephew, and then I get Crystal a gift. Yeah. And then this year, my D&D group did, like, a secret Santa. And uh, That's cool. <clears throat> I think by the time this comes... No, by the time this comes out, it still won't... They won't have gotten the gifts, so... Yeah, I usually buy I can't my mom. I got. <laughs> I usually buy my mom something, and if I go over to like people's houses, I'll bring like wine and food and stuff, and like I'll buy like some nice cheese and shit. But like, I'm not going dope. anywhere. My mom doesn't. I don't know what the fuck my mom is into anymore. Uh, so I don't know. I don't. I don't not. I'm not sweating it, man. I'm telling you, like, I'm on this whole new like I don't give a fuck kick. <laughs> God, I, gift giving gives me so much anxiety. No, it does for me. Too. I just I ask it. people what they want, and the thing is, like, we're all adults at this point, right? And if, as an adult, if you want something really bad, you get it. You just buy it. Yeah. And if it's too expensive for you to get, you you're not it. gonna ask somebody to get it for you. Yeah, it's fucking rude as shit. I started a wish list on Amazon for my OnlyFans. <laughs> um, no, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. But I did start a wish list on just because, like, I, I like will be bored and I'll like put stuff in the wish list. Like, oh, I want to buy this maybe later, right? Yeah. Some of it's like real. Some of it's just like crazy imaginary shit I'll never buy. And so I gave that to my mom because she's like, I'll buy you. I like to buy you gifts. And I was like, okay, sure. And so I, I showed it to her, and she's like. Do you want me to buy you all this? It's like seven pages. <laughs> Some of it's like furniture that's like Jesus. like a grand, right? Like, and I'm like, no, it's a wish no, list. You that's have what been I'm like. Yeah, please. No, I did say that. For, I was like, yeah, and then I was like, no, like it's a wish list, mom. Like it's just like a, a place where you put stuff that you like, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily like a I'm getting this list. <laughs> like when we did the Secret Santa thing. Uh, one of the people in the group, like one of my friends, was like, "They, you're supposed to add stuff to this like um, wish list on the Secret Santa site." Yeah, use. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Elfster. If anyone, I remember, I remember this. Um, and <laughs> they had put, "I don't care. I trust you guys." That's on the bullshit. thing. And I put on the, I went into the chat. We all the Discord. We all share. And I said, "Look, 
if you guys don't put real items on your wish list, I'm gonna have a fucking panic attack. Like, yeah, no, it's bullshit, man. It's totally bullshit. I'm gonna spiral down the fucking toilet if you guys don't put something real on your wish list. I used to do that too, though, where I'd be like, I'd make a game of it, and it was like, it's like psychological torture. Like, and I, I used to do it to people because it's anxiety. It gives people fucking anxiety, and like I've since learned that like that's not good to do that to people no. that you care about. It's I'm he they like definitely didn't think anything of it when they put that on there but like yeah. the thing the thing that like I say that I get that like when anyone else says it they don't mean it but when I say I don't want anything I don't want right. anything I'm going to be honest with you I want lots of stuff like <laughs> I I want plenty of things but that means I don't want anything as a gift from anybody like right. nobody has to buy me anything well, you but do no one believes that and you do need those Power Rangers sideshow collectibles. I don't need those, Josh. Yes, you do. Do you see how cool they are? Dude, I saw last night, like, I like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure a lot. Yeah. And I saw last night, they have, like, my favorite character as an action figure, and it looks fucking amazing. Where did you get it from? Who does it? Um, It's, like, a Japanese company that does it, like, uh, SH Figure Arts. Okay, yeah, I know them. Um, I think they're the ones who do, do it, but it's, like, amazing. Um... And I love that character. And I was like, I shouldn't get this. Why? Because uh, money goes to bills, motherfucker. Oh, those. Yeah, to live. <laughs> is it? A, what is it? A is it the the little the little cutie kind of ones? Is that the one? No, it's like the a, Nendos. It's no, not it's Nendos. not that. It's it's like an actual action figure. It's like a. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it. Like, sh figure arts are like. Just like good action figures, they're not like hot toys where they look exactly like the person or whatever. Yeah, but they're just good action figures. I'm looking it up. I want to see this because I don't know if you know this, but I'm into uh, toys. Yeah, I. It's a slippery slope thing for me. I'm oh, for sure, it's a serious problem where, for like, me. I can't do it. Like if you look up, um, who is your favorite character? I'm looking Josuke. J O S U K E. Josuke action figure. It's like the first. <laughs> And second image. Chozo Kado. Medicos Jojo. I don't see it. Uh, you just typed in Google image search. Josuke action figure. No. It's the Medicos Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 4. Diamond is unbreakable. It's a guy with a pompadour that's flat on top. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, this is cool. Like, part of his whole character is, like, he has this really silly haircut, but if you make fun of it, it's, like, his berserk button, and he'll, like, destroy you and beat he the shit out nuts. of you. Oh, man, these are cool. He's, like, based somewhat on Prince, because the guy yeah. who made JoJo loves music more than anything. That's cool. And all the JoJo's characters are, like, super effeminate, which, like, Americans yeah. are all like, oh, no, that's not cool, but, like... Very androgynous, I like it. Looks cool as fuck to me. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what do we... What do we do to stay sane during the miasma that is the holiday? I would love to know. I don't think I know the answer. Uh, well, I don't think I am going a, to be. We're taking a hiatus for We're taking weeks. a vacation for two weeks. Yeah, that'll yeah. that'll be fun. Uh, where I l am literally just going to lay on the couch all day and read comic books and watch TV. My plan tonight is to turn the Christmas tree on, go in the living room, open the big window curtains, and watch the snow. That's what I I'm doing tonight. Like, while we're recording, I have my 
uh, curtains open watching the snow. I, I'm in the office and there's it's a windowless room. I'm fucking in yeah. the dark. Well, I, that's why I chose this as my office because it has these big windows that you can look out of while you're working and everything. Like an executive. But it is unfortunately way easier for sound to travel through. You should convince Crystal to switch with you. Be like, you know what? I think you need the window. Switch what? <laughs> Does she have? A, I, I thought she had one. No, this is also her office. Oh, well, it's a shared. Okay, I we just have that. an office. Um, although only my desk and shit is in here, so I guess it is my office. Hmm. Um, because we have to work at the same time and she's like doing the remote teaching. Right. She's downstairs as far as humanly possible away from me saying fuck all the time. Well, the kids smart. do want to hear about the fucking Star Trek, so. No, apparently not. Like these I do. sixth graders don't need to know about all the jizz and stuff we talk about. They don't need to know about me coming in mouths. No. <laughs> Yeah, gift giving gives me a lot of anxiety. Like, Same. I, I feel like I know people very well until me it too. starts to get gift time. And then I feel like I don't know anyone on earth anymore. The problem with gift giving for me is like, like I'm not proactive. Yeah, so like, I, I don't get stuff on time or I don't think of something on time. And then it's too late. And that's a whole other like level of like anxiety, right? Yep, the time yep, yep. aspect of it. I, I get it, start, man. I don't think about Christmas until like after Thanksgiving, and then by then it's like too late almost. To Fuck, get man! Gifts. I'm just now think start thinking about like I don't think about Christmas till like a week before Christmas, which yeah, is stupid. I kind of do that too. I procrastinate. Well, we're busy. But, like I still, as of this recording, I need to hit buy on the things I'm getting for the Secret Santa. Even right, I haven't done it yet, so it's definitely not going to show up by Christmas. I mean, that's a good way to kind of like, like, like opt out. Just be like, I don't know. I mean, the mail is fucking nuts right now. So who fucking yeah, knows? I mean, dude? you're gonna get the gift when you get the gift. I'm gonna get it for you because I love you. But you'll get the gift when you get the gift. It's just uh, the way I'm it not is. getting anything for you, Josh. Because that's fine. It's way too late for that. You've got me the gift that keeps on giving. A best friend. Oh fuck! My heart boner. <laughs> My heart is fully masked. And Jeff's boner grew three times as large that day. I love you, buddy. I love you, too. You don't need to get me anything. Uh, the email ends, Yours, Alston L., Chief Engineering Elf, aboard the USS Ford Focus, the Mall Santa Drives. <laughs> I th- great name for a ship, but I think they're called, uh, they're called Vulcans. Yeah. Engineering Elves are called Vulcans. Thank you very much. Elves. Oh man, Christmas time always gives me anxiety, man. It's not. I got to be honest with you. This year, I'm, I'm secretly excited that I don't have to do anything. It's yeah, very stressful. I'm not secretly excited. Like I'll tell anybody. <laughs> I I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because like I do really love like the things that I do on Christmas and the people that I see in my family and yeah, you know. But I I I gotta tell you, like I'm very. Fuck them all. I'm very not into doing anything right now. Like, no. I don't want to do anything. No, I don't. Uh, I like to see my family and everything. I don't like to have to stay there, which we have to do now. Yeah, that's that's part of it. Yeah. We actually just stayed in a motel last year, which was, I, was much preferable to me than that's having smart, to stay yeah. with a relative. I mean, you can't fuck on Christmas if you're in your mom's house. <laughs> you could, but it would go bad. It'd be weird. Um, 
Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I don't have to do like my niece was like blowing up my phone. Like, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> and I finally told her like, there's this beef jerky outlet by yeah. home that I used to get jerky from every now and then. And I was like, get me a couple bags of that beef jerky and send it. And she was like, that's it? Are you serious? Dude, just go big next time. Be like, I want this fucking JoJo rabbit toy. <laughs> Give me a fucking motorcycle. Give me a snowblower. Yeah, get me a I fucking <laughs> Um, Dude, I'm that's just a joke from a week ago. If anyone's listening to this, <laughs> well, like, that's a week ago. It's still for happening us. to me. Yeah. Um, it's happening right now. The uh, JoJo Rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you heard it. Uh, our next email is from Fresh Rye, and it's entitled "Holodocs Hate Him." Five medical secrets that the Federation doesn't want you to know about. Oh, I'm totally clicking this spam. Oh, hi there, Trek boys. Hope Hello. y'all are staying safe during the space cold and flu season. Yes, that's what I'm worried about, the cold and flu. Our crew's been having cases of runny noses, itchy throats, and fatal belly button prolapse all month. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Ugh, I don't like belly buttons. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to share some health tips from this article I read in Ferengi Ellen magazine. Ferengi Ellen, okay. Ingesting a Klingon pineal gland gives you plus 5 health, plus 10 strength, and plus 76 intelligence. Pineal gland? That's like inside your brain. You have to kill a Klingon? That's your third eye, baby. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to do that. Need a quick hangover cure? Combine two parts baking soda, one part lemon juice, three parts water, and 18 parts Ketracel white. Inject (laughs) into your eyeball. It's just cocaine. Uh, pressing hard enough on your prostate lets you see into the future. <laughs> I did know that one. <laughs> eat eight glasses of water a day. Eat eight glasses of water? Okay, I'll eat the glass. Hope these tips help you. <laughs> Take two and call me in the morning. Lieutenant Freshry, Chief Medical Waste Disposal Officer aboard the USS. Aw, oh, did someone get a boo-boo? <laughs> <laughs> These ship names are out of control. Man, they really ran out of names after a while. Didn't These are they? some of the ship names you see in like STO where people have like <laughs> the USS Duty Poopy. Oh shit. I made the USS Ticonderoga. I didn't know I, I always the went Duty with the Poopy. I always went with the good name. Yeah, like the real names, yeah. right? Those were always better. But our uh, our next email is from David S. Hello. It's entitled Satellite M Email Damon. Error. Incomplete message. Shit. This codes again. And it begins, Trek boys, I ain't got much time left. <laughs> time spelled like the spice. Oh my god. I have reason to believe I'm stuck in a time loop and keep over-seasoning my roast taters. Oh my god, I never fails for this to be hilarious. In order to prevent another loop, I'm sending this message in the hopes y'all take the time to reply with a dime of prime dried time. <laughs> oh my god. I've tried using a spice locator, but if I wait till later, no replicator made tater aboard this freighter will escape the temporal oscillator. Wow. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. It continues. Some alligator-looking traitor claims to be the creator. 
but the universal translator ain't making it easier to be a negotiator. Oh my god. Rather than play instigator, I've built a communicator from a cheese grater and a Fitbit's piss indicator. Once I've got the spice and store it in ice, I'll need your advice. So we all do it right or pay the price. <laughs> What sort of clue might y'all send through to you to undo deja vu on auto-renew? Oh, my God. If I went with my gut, I think I'd make everything look like a butt. Oh, yeah. Some might call it smut, but what could make the cut as out of place better than walking up to a sexy donut with a strut like King Tut and dropping that nut, easy <laughs> as a putt, into the pastry like it's some slick... <laughs> The taters are done and there's way too much time on them again. Oh, man. Even if I take the time off the surface, the flavor penetrated too deep. The replicator's been stuck making taters this whole trip, but we've run out of spices, and thanks to that temporal oscillator, we keep eating the same overspiced and overdone meals. Damn. The Vulcans refuse to eat them because they's too spicy, and the Klingons refuse to eat them because there's no honor in vanquishing dirt apples. <laughs> Gotta get help. <laughs> Dirt apples. Trick boys, I ain't got much time left. I have a reason to believe that I'm stuck in a oh time Oh my loop. god. The message sent the message sent with no originator designator by David S. aboard the Greater Tater Fabricator Freighter continues in this fashion for four hundred and twenty thousand and sixty-nine repu- repetitions and counting. Damn. Would you like to block this transmission? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just that's a loss. <laughs> well, that one's lost. We'll, we'll chalk that up. We can write that yeah, off so as a tax. We'll go ahead and mark out David S. on the <laughs> on the board up here. He's he's done. I think. Oh my god! Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Christ, dude. <laughs> uh, I'll pitch it. that's the message we're sending him our next email is from fedco Mm -hmm. and it's entitled masks oh wow we were just talking about that hey what if the big animator in the sky got lazy slash had a budget cut and now we're wearing masks so they don't have to animate our lips we just fucking did this dude holy shit we just fucking talked about this we're caught in the time loop on the tater freighter no fucking way man think about it so fucking weird signed fedco the eternally sore and or exhausted yeah, we were just talking about this where Josh should, uh, when he does M Cl- or when he does continue episodes, have like yeah. masks over their mouths so he wouldn't have to animate them. I'm, I just said that. That's so weird. That's wild. My brain is fucking broken. We the time loop is real. God the time damn. spelled like the spice loop is real. I love time. Time is good. Time is on my side. We got a uh, an email from Richard. At a dot space. Is that a British? And it's entitled M-Class Email Request. <laughs> and it says, I wish I was a dolly, dolly cracker. Uh, <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. About 40 times. And that's it. Okay. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this means. Okay. I'm confused. 
Let's just go ahead and star that one for later. <laughs> we'll star that one for later. We'll come back. And say, well, actually, I'm gonna get, I hit block by accident. Whatever. Oh, whoa, whoops, uh, so well. I haven't actually blocked anybody. Nobody get mad. <laughs> but there's a big secret at the end of this episode of M Class Podcast. Oh, shit. And that big secret is an email from Rich Masters. Oh, shit. That guy. I know him. And it begins, gather round for a crimbo tale of Trek. Crimbo! Not even spell checked. <laughs> Fuck spell check. And it begins, Marius Crimbleton Chumbleys, Trek God, boys. I fucking hate England. That's how British people say happy holidays. <laughs> I know. Get your chestnuts out for roasting by the fire. Let your baubles dangle and spray that fake snow all over the windows because it's time for a master's piece. Is that shit toxic? I feel like it's super toxic. Well, he meant jizz. Oh, uh, that's definitely toxic. Makes babies. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's more toxic than a baby. It's an 18-year disease, dude. Damn true. A hooded figure beams down to a tiny island in the middle of a calm, vast ocean, then slides a bag off her shoulder. She sits upon the rocks and pulls an apple from the bag. After Not a third eating apple, it, though. She, she looks out over the sea and raises an eyebrow. You're going to make me do it, aren't you? With a sigh, she pitches the core of the apple into the sea, where it skims off the surface three times before setting atop the water motionless. What? Suddenly, a hand appears from the water to grab the apple core before an arm, then head, then body follows it. The, the changeling walks out of the great link towards the intruder, flanked by two others who start to rise. What? The intruder's not phased. She stands to rub the dust off her thighs. Can I ask why you'd have dust on a planet of changelings? I'm assuming you don't shed, she asks. <laughs> before the changelings grab her, she states, I'm here to see Odo. The beings sink back into the link, and just as the intruder thinks she's been left alone, a hand appears on her shoulder. It's Odo. What are you doing here? He asks calmly, happily even. I told the Federation I needed time. It's been 200 years, Constable, explains the woman. What? 200 years? Odo is horrified before he composes himself. It seems that title is a little out of date. The woman pulls down her hood to reveal she's a young trill. Seems just like yes- yesterday to me. Dax? Odo stares at the unrecognizable woman in front it's of It's the Dax of Christmas past! Title, Ripples. Ooh, good one. The trill introduces herself as Kaylin Dax. Good then sits on the rocks and pulls a ration bar out of her bag, waiting for Odo to deal with his shock. Amused, Odo asks her if she's still hungry after the apple, and Kaylin reveals she's eating for nine now. What? Because of all the Daxes in her. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> she's she's having a litter? Is that what you thought? Yeah, I thought I was like, do trails have like puppies? She offers him a piece and Odo takes it. It's been a long time since he's tried humanoid food. Kaylin smiles as she watches her old friend and says she's missed him. And then it's good to see a friendly face. A genuine friendly one, anyway. It's been a long time. (laughs) I meant to come back to Kira. But time in the link is meaningless. And changing the minds of a species is slow work. He's clearly distraught. Damn. Kaylin explains she needs his help, that something is terribly wrong. But Odo says his business is here with his people, that his work is far from done. Kaylin plays on his emotions saying that the legacy of their friends, of Kira, is being perverted. 
That's enough but, for Odo to realize that he has to temporarily leave the Founder homeworld. Oh, fuck. On Kalen's shuttle, Odo notices a large ornate box and asks what it is. Kalen tells him that it's luggage, that she lives in the shuttle as a nomad, but Odo isn't convinced. He's seen boxes like that before. <laughs> he's even Hell, turned he's into been one. boxes like that before. <laughs> did you say that or did he say that? I said that. Yes! <laughs> fuck yes. After asking what it is that she needs help with, Kaylin tells Odo that if she told him, he wouldn't believe her. She needs to show him. Hmm. Odo asks about Kira, and Kaylin reveals she had a happy life, choosing to become a Vedic after Bajor joined the Federation. She never married and spent the rest of her life atoning for her actions during the, during the occupation, even helping the new civilian Cardassian government. Yeah, she kicked their Nazi asses, and then she helped their stupid asses. I don't think she asses. should have to atone for anything. Yeah, I think she should probably get a medal. <laughs> or five. What, what about the others? The Chief, Bashir, Quark, Odo asks. Kalen reveals they all lived extremely happy lives. Quark kept the bar running until he died, even though he had been made Rom's chief business advisor, and had been set up with enough latinum to retire instantly. Everyone you knew lived happy, content lives, Constable. That's part of the issue. Before Odo can ask what she means, the ship is confronted by a huge Jemadar warship with 200 years of equipment upgrades. <laughs> Odo rushes to the tactical station in order to raise shields and help defend the ship, but Dax tells him he doesn't need to worry. The Jemadar hail and are pleasant and courteous, asking if the shuttle needs any help. Odo's stunned. What? And after Kaylin tells the warship she isn't in need of any assistance, she explains to Odo that this is what she meant. The Changeling's confused, but Dax says that all will become clear when they get to their destination. When Odo asks where, Dax responds, where else? The shuttle enters the wormhole back to the Alpha Quadrant. Or space suppose... pussy. <laughs> okay, Brandon, calm down. <laughs> I suppose you're going to ignore me again, huh? Kaylin mutters to herself. Noticing Odo's braised, uh, raised eyebrow, Kaylin fills Odo in about what happened after the end of the Dominion War. Was Sisko going to join the Prophets? Odo's not surprised he joined his own people, regardless of how painful that would have been. Then ask what is in the box once more. It's a fucking orb. Candles. Bowl of mud, Dax says, but Odo takes her admission as sarcasm. I'm not lying, Odo, Dax admits. I brought the tools to perform a jantara. Ooh, orb time! As Kalen pulls a medical device from the first aid kit, Odo protests. I've already been part trill. I have no desire to do so again. <laughs> Dax puts some Vedic robes on and runs the advanced medical scanner over her nose, placing Bajoran ridges on the bridge. What the fuck? This is not okay. You won't be Curzon this time, Constable. You'll be all of us. What? You better change into those robes. But Odo has the knowledge of his people now and can shapeshift more efficiently. He becomes a Bajoran version of himself with robes of his own. Took him 200 years to learn that. <laughs> he fucking sucked at it, man. <laughs> his face was weird. Damn. He looked like the moon from Trip to the Moon. Damn. <laughs> he did. This dude's taking a beating. <laughs> Rest in peace, but you know. Uh, after the shuttle docks at sh After the shuttle docks at Deep Space Nine, Odo and Dax enter the promenade, which is oddly subdued. The station is now a fully Bajoran-owned and operated facility used for worship and trade, though nobody seems to be doing much of either. What the fuck is the Federation doing? They're just farther out, I guess, right? Maybe. Maybe they don't exist. Oh, fucking tits. People are loitering, listless, listless and directionless. Everyone is happy, but more content than fulfilled. 
At one end of the restaurants, an old man sits in a chair, and Odo notices he isn't moving. Dax pulls her tricorder. He's been dead for hours. What the fuck? He died of thirst. What? Kaylin explains that it's been like this for years. Gradually, people have just stopped caring. They're not angry or despondent or aggressive. They've just stopped being anything other than content. Oh, this is like fucking serenity. And it has gradually gotten worse, to the point that people are content enough to just stop living. It started here at Deep Space Nine and is spreading out like a disease. Trill are slightly more resistant because of their mental discipline. Odo is horrified and asks how she knows this, and if she knows what caused it. The Prophets, Dax explains. What? And a Trill named Ezri Dax. Oh, for fuck. Ezri Dax, says Odo. I'm not familiar with that host. Because she never existed. Jadzia Dax lived beyond when she was meant to have died. And that shouldn't have happened. No! Oh, no. She's better than Ezri, though! She gotta die, though. No! Odo and Dax head to the Bajoran Temple, where people are in an almost catatonic state. They slip inside, and Dax removes one of the orb boxes from its housing. Odo protests, but no one else seems to even care. (laughs) That was easy. Leading the constable to a secure cargo bay, Dax lays out the candles and mud from the case aboard the shuttle. Odo's confused, almost at the end of his patience. He asks if no one cares about the orbs, then why are they disguised? Dax admits it's because she's wanted by the Trill government. Wanted for murder. For being hot. Oh, murder. (laughs) That admission is enough for Odo, and he demands that they put the orb back and that Kaelin surrenders. What? Fine. Think fast, Dax says before she chucks the orb to Odo and he catches it by reflex. (laughs) That's very Dax. Odo has a vision of Kaylin's life from a few years ago when she was a lieutenant commander aboard the USS Chivalry, transporting a Bajoran dignitary who had recovered one of the Bajoran orbs from a forgotten installation in Cardassian space Mm -hmm. when the ship suffered an accidental loss of structural integrity. She had to recover the orb from storage before the compartment was exposed to space. Upon touching the orb, she saw a world where things were normal. Aggression and love, war and peace, understanding and fear. And at the center of the vision, a dead Jadzia Dax and her next host, Ezri Dax. What? Odo comes out of the vision, understanding that their reality has been changed somehow. He asks Dax who she murdered, and the Trill admits that she killed the previous host, Cobus, so that she could take the symbiote and better understand how to fix things. Now she Damn, realizes that's pretty that cool. it must It is pretty dope. <laughs> now she realizes that it must have been Ben Sisko that somehow changed things. That Jadzia Dax living was the catalyst for all these changes. What? Now sit, Kaylin says. We don't have much time. This may feel a little strange. Bitch, you got a time travel orb. <laughs> As if she was tempted, as if she has tempted fate, the station is rocked by phaser fire. The Trill authorities are here. They send a station-wide communication for Kaylin to surrender herself. Hmm. Kaylin uses the Jantara to transfer all the Dax memories to Odo. The changeling stands instantly, amazed by the flooding of memory. He changes from a representation of Emery to Audrid to Jadzia in the blink of an eye. Yeah. It's amazing, Odo exclaims. I remember lifetimes worth of memories, of experience. How do you cope with all this? <laughs> but when he turns back to Kaylin, 
she is brain dead. Oh no, she's having, a dummy. <laughs> having forcibly transferred all of her own memories over to Odo. Note, I don't really know if this is possible, but whatever. This is my story. <laughs> Does Odo say that in the camera? That's what he says. He turns to the camera yeah. and he says, Note. Note. Note From back on the promenade, Odo Dax waits in the boarded-up entryway to Quark's old bar and watches as the Trill take the comatose body of Kalen aboard their ship. <laughs> Odo Dax says goodbye to their friend and requisitions another shuttle without any resistance. <laughs> Upon entering the wormhole with some nifty escaping of the chasing trill, courtesy of the memories from Tarias Dax. He was the pilot who died. Otodax beams the orb into the corridor and blows it up to get the attention of the prophets. Oh, fuck, dude. They are immediately brought before the prophets in the white room. The prophets challenge Otodax, telling them that they have destroyed a reliquary of most precious mm -hmm. information. Odo Dax brushes them off, demanding to see Ben Sisko. Just zoop another one into existence, you nerds. Hello, Constable. Sisko oh, says, almost fuck. dreamlike. I love him. And you're in though too. There, you're in there too, aren't you, old man? What? Odo Dax demands to know if it was Sisko that stopped Dax's death that made everyone in these into these placated zombies. No, I. Ben stutters. Yes, maybe. The ben. powers of a prophet to influence time and space. They're so ethereal, so clouded with thought. I may have, just by wanting my friends to live happy lives, contented lives. What the fuck? Odo Kalen tells Ben that without sorrow, the joy feels dull somehow. True. Everyone has closed them off to the possibility that there's more out there. And the spirit of exploration that gave the species of the Alpha Quadrant their zest has been inadvertently extinguished. Ben is horrified by his actions, his overstepping as a prophet. It would be so easy to revert the timeline, to restore things to how they were meant to be, Ben explains. But that means there would be no you. No, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so long as Dax endures, says Odo Kalen, embracing their own friend, there will always be a Kalen, if only a vague ripple. Oh. <gasps> As Ben reverts reality back to normal, the Odo Kalen Dax's life slips away in a wash of white. They smile. On Deep Space Nine, Jedzia leaves her conversation with Julian about her and Worf being a genetic mat match for having children. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Elated by the news. Sad. <laughs> she leaves Julian with a kiss and heads towards the Bajoran Temple. Just before she enters, she receives the memories from Kalen. She understands exactly what she's meant to do, that it means her death. What? And she walks into the temple anyway to be killed by Gul Dukat, with one last sad look at the station. Would have been nice, she says. No! Fuck this! <laughs> Fuck this! That's so fucking good, though! It's so good, but it's so fucking sad. Oh, oh, now I'm sad. Ah, oh, fuck. It hurts ah. my heart, Rich Masters. Ah, man. Oh, it's as cold out in here, my heart, as it is outside. <laughs> What's that? You wanted a cheery story? <laughs> well, this is 2020, baby, so you're shit out of luck. Fuck, man. So good, though. Fuck. Gut punched all of us. Double fucking gut punch. What a fucking... Jeez. As always, a big thank you for reading this story that I finished about two seconds before hitting send. 
I have appreciated the support this year, and profits know I'll be needing it when my next Endeavor launches. Woo! Lots of love and kisses under the mistletoe. Captain Rich of the USS Will Smith, where it's jiggy all the time. (laughs) Shit, yeah, baby. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude, that was amazing. As always, a pitch it. Yes, without doubt. That might be my favorite one you've ever done, because it's... It's very so sad. For the rest of my life, when I'm thinking about yeah. the Dax hosts, the ones I, I can always remember are uh, Jedzia and Emery yeah. and Curzon and Ezri. And now I'm also going to remember Kaylin, even though that's not real. That's I could see her. Like, I could, I could picture her. I don't yeah, know. me too. That was really good. That was amazing. Thank you so much, Rich Masters, for bringing our program to a level uh, unheard of before you decided to send shit in. We don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We don't deserve it. No, no, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rich. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. What a fun episode, as always. That was a good one. Uh, the shoveling of snow outside lets me know that it's time to say goodbye. (laughs) We had a great time, and I think it's important to point out here, since I almost forgot, that we're taking a hiatus of two weeks after this episode. Just remember, like in Total Recall, two weeks. (laughs) So next week and the week after, when you don't have M-Class in your inbox or whatever the hell in your podcatcher, don't get worried. We'll be back. We're just on a little quick hiatus. We're just taking a breather because it's Christmas and holidays. It is vacation time for the both of us, and we need it. I need to jerk off on my own. (laughs) Instead of in the group, like we have to. (laughs) Thank you all. For your continued support of our great program. We appreciate each and every one yes, of you. And thank if you'd you. like to support us a little more, yeah. a little more tangibly, mm. you can head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as low as $1 a month, you get access to Discord behind the scenes, post wallpapers, and for more money, even more podcasts and good cold content. 10% goes to Jork and Junt as a finder's fee. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jork and Junt. What's a couple of stand-up guys who are definitely not using us for profit two, or nothing Two else. of the best agents in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the new year will bring new content for you patrons, so ooh, get yeah. ready for it. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Thank you all for tuning in so much. Shoot us an email, mclassemail at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast, and we'll be back in after two weeks mm-hmm. with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John. I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class email I swear there's never a in M-Class email It's always been singular that's M-Class email 
Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's empath. It's empath. Empath email.